welcome to the Fast Forward Business Podcast. Today is the 6th of July 2021 and I'm Justin Spencer Young. Today I'm going to read you the piece that I published this morning on my Just In Time articles. It's called, watch out, exclamation mark, the biggest crash ever is coming. Yes, yes, I know. There are many doomsday sayers out there who are always predicting the next big market crash and they use reasons that are, well, the market's so high, it's higher than it's ever been. The one that's circulating at the moment is the famous or well-known Warren Buffett ratio where the market cap of the S&P 500 is being compared to the gross domestic product of the United States and it's higher than it's ever been at any other previous crash at any other time. So therefore, what is uniquely different about this time is that the US Federal Reserve is intervening in the market in significant ways. And that intervention is part of their mandate. And this might be a mandate that's not clearly stated, but is to prevent market meltdowns. So I'm going to read to you today from my piece this morning and there's a element to this that is completely unrelated to the equity markets but is more related to the US treasuries and bond markets. So here goes. Financial markets are hugely complex. The average man in the street has no idea about what is going on. Picture that priceless vase precariously balanced on a stand in your hallway And imagine your kids running around playing full contact football all around it. It's just a matter of time before things end in tears and the vase ends up smashed and broken on the floor. I'll come back to that analogy later. Maybe you've heard of terms like quantitative easing, often referred to simply as QE, market repo, reverse repo, the Federal Reserve, US Treasuries, collateral, bank reserves, Euro dollar, and perhaps even asset swaps. You probably think that this is the language of another world where the smart financial people operate. There is no doubt that to understand what is going on in the shadows of the financial markets is exceedingly difficult. A few individuals spend their whole lives trying to understand the mechanics of this complex landscape. Two of these individuals are Jeff Snyder and Emil Kalinowski. Their regular podcast called Making Sense does a great job of shining light on this shadowy swamp. The fairy tale story goes something like this. Quantitative easing, the go-to tool of the US Federal Reserve's arsenal, provided liquidity to markets and was the way out of the 2008-2009 great financial crisis. The corporate media has for many years praised the Fed for stepping in and saving the world. Just last year, in March 2020, the Fed had to step in again with the sixth version of quantitative easing. If you are a student of quantitative easing, you will know that only four have been numbered, in other words, QE4. But the Fed has engaged in other market activity, they call it open market activity, that has been labeled as not QE, but actually is QE. And when you add up all of these interventions, there are in fact six. Many people think that this crash in the market, call it mini crash in March last year, was related to coronavirus, but was largely related to machinations 
that took place in the bond market. It makes you wonder, actually, if QE is working because they have to use it so many times or keep going back into the reserves to go and pull out that tool. In theory, the Fed is independent of the US government and is responsible for providing monetary liquidity to commercial banks via the repo market. In the repo market, banks can borrow cash from the Fed to meet their daily cash liquidity requirements. There was a time when these were unsecured transactions. No collateral was needed. This changed around 2008-2009 at the time of the financial crisis. Banks must now provide high quality collateral like US Treasuries to secure their overnight cash borrowings from the Fed in the repo market. Basically, this means no one trusts anyone anymore. The need for high quality collateral in the form of US Treasuries has created a shortage. To overcome the shortage, banks pledge the collateral more than once. In fact, they re-pledge their collateral multiple times. Add to this interbank lending that also requires collateral. Banks are pledging collateral that has been pledged to them by someone else. Imagine if you pledged your house to 10 different banks to get loans to fund your business. If your business produces enough cash to pay the interest on the loans, then all is good. Picture what will happen when your business defaults because of a fragile economy. All 10 banks pitch up at your house to repossess your asset. What if this happens to multiple businesses that have pledged collateral 10 times over? This is the state of global financial markets. These transactions are not only reserved for local transactions in the US, because the US dollar is the reserve currency, this is happening throughout financial markets across the world. It is just a matter of time before the vase is knocked off the pedestal. Fingers will be pointing everywhere. Everyone will be rushing for their exits at the same time. What does that look like? People trying to liquidate the US treasuries to get their hands on cash. When everyone sells at the same time, this spells disaster. When the vase hits the floor, the crash will reverberate throughout the house of cards. Interesting times ahead. How do we know when this will happen? Well, we don't. This is sentiment related. When markets get a fright and emotions are high, that's when it happens. It all depends on whether the markets can be supported and saved by the Fed again. Roll in QE seventh version thereof. All we can do is wait and see. Keep your powder dry. Keep some cash on hand. Thank you for listening. We will see you on the far post.